Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Has your inner child ever asked you to quit drinking or have you received some kind of inner nudge? Have you ever had a nudge that you should quit? And how long did that nudge last? I mean, mine was like years, decades. Have you hurt yourself or others from drinking? Probably. Yes, you've hurt yourself. Yes, you've hurt others physically or emotional. Have you tried to moderate and failed? Do your friends and family seem worried? Do you make excuses for your drinking? Have you tried to quit before? Does drinking make you feel guilty or ashamed? And do you even want to quit? Ugh, there was a day I remember thinking I got to quit. I know I got to quit, but I don't want to quit. Oh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Can you imagine? You probably can. So how do you feel about answering those questions? Two of the most common words that I hear are sick and tired. We are tired of being sick and tired. And that, that is, that is it. Like that is the way that I hear it all the time. And I remember my mom used to say that when I was a little girl, she said, I'm sick and tired. And I always thought that she was talking about me. And actually I know now that she was talking about her drinking. I know now that she was sick to death of feeling this way. And it's just gosh, I said, I wasn't going to like get emotional tonight, but I might, because I know the feeling, but as a little girl, I thought she was talking about me. Have you felt the same way? Do you feel the same way? Sick and freaking tired. It's a common theme. How did you feel about acknowledging some of those questions? And are you sick and tired? So let's get to feeling better. I was cleaning out my little boy's, he's six. I was cleaning out his clothes today and gave him a new dresser and pulled out some little shirts, littler, you know, because they grow like weeds. And I just had a moment where I, you know, hated that I missed a lot of that time, that little boy time, like his little boy smells. And, you know, I, I was a good mom, but I, I missed a lot not only just being drunk, but being hungover, you know, when you're overwhelmed and you're foggy and you, you can't think and that makes me sick. Let's start working on some pros and cons here. Pros and cons. Did you do that ever for a breakup or for a job or for a move? This is going to help us slowly open our eyes and start to notice some real big red flags that we might've missed before. So let's go with the pros. Let's talk about all the things you love about alcohol. What, what do you love? What is wonderful? Let's keep the list short, ladies, friends. But what are the things you love? Does it maybe give you confidence? Although I doubt it, because if you're here, you might even just mostly drink at home. You probably don't even like go out and you're not the social butterfly anymore. Does it relax you? A lady said in the group, escaping and numbing. So we're going to work on that because this is a big one. Do not give a crap attitude. 
Yep. That landed me in jail a few times, landed me a few breakups a few times, easier to socialize. It is, but it's not like, do you, are you at the point where I couldn't go live without a white claw? And I would get really anxious and really sweaty and nervous and almost like handshaking. I remember when I graduated cosmetology school, I don't do that anymore, but they asked me to speak and I was drinking beforehand and my knees were literally knocking because the anxiety that the alcohol gives, I mean, I just don't feel like I I was a hot mess. Like if I knew I was going to go socialize to a party, I would drink ahead of time, of course. And by the time I got there, I was just so jacked up and not even myself. And thinking about the anxiety of how am I going to get home? Hopefully I won't drink too much. Hopefully I don't say anything embarrassing or spill red wine on their white carpet. Like it was just so much surrounding socializing. Am I going to get another DUI on the way home? That it just wasn't worth it for me. And now I find I'm like human. I'm actually a human being. I think my energy is, I know my energy is better. I can look people in the eyes. I have nothing to hide. I have no shame. So I feel like I socialize better now for sure. Okay. So hopefully you wrote your pros list. I'm starting to speed up a little bit because I think I took a little bit more time than I should have somewhere. A few of my pros were that I thought it made me look pretty, classy, like an adult. I loved the warming sensation, even if it was hot. If it was hot, I would drink the the white wine and that would cool me down. I used to romanticize like I was in a scene on Hallmark where the woman is drinking wine by the fire and it's just so romantic. It was never really that romantic for me. It always ended up with like a wine glass across the room or something awful happened usually. So like it wasn't really a Hallmark movie. I just kept that vision in my head that that's what wine's supposed to mean. And really it's just advertising has done a very good job to have us think so, that you can't be romantic without a glass of wine. This is part of a very deep belief system that we've been taught and fed for years from our family, from our friends, from the commercials. And the sooner that we see how much of a scam this whole thing is with the, with the alcohol industry, the better. Because now I just am like, whoa, my eyes are open and I'm, I can see even the way they line things up in the stores. Back when I used to shop at Target, they would have like laundry detergent and wine in the front. Like you walk in the door, you didn't even have to walk to the back anymore. They had the wine and the laundry detergent and like some kids Lunchables. They target women and mothers and sisters and daughters, and it's meant to look fabulous. The alcohol industry, this is a fun fact, spent $6.7 billion with a B dollars in 2020 on alcohol commercials. And where were we all in 20? We were sitting around watching the pandemic, thinking about life. We were basically at their whim, just watching $6.7 billion worth of alcohol commercials. And it's just time to open our eyes and see that this was a big setup. It's all a money thing. And it's a good time to get out. We don't want to keep patting their pockets. And I do have a really cool episode on Glow Big Sober. It's my podcast about alcohol being a scam. So check that out. It's got some other crazy facts about smoking cigarettes and stuff too. But when I found out how intentional it was to target women, I was pretty pissed off, pretty pissed off. So let's get out of this while we can and take control of our lives. I'm going to give you a couple minutes here to write down your cons and keep this forever. So make it a nice piece of paper, a blank piece of paper or your workbook, because I want to be able to look back at this 
so that you can remember. Is alcohol messing with your health? Is it making it hard to get to the gym? or walking, or you're starting to lose interest in stuff that you liked before? Have you and a friend or a family member had fights while you were drinking? Yes, yes, yes. Check, check, check. Anxiety at 3 a.m., staring at the ceiling, costing you sleep and your sanity. Let's write them down. Are you worried about going to the doctor for, for blood work? Is alcohol causing your looks to fade or your skin to get gray or your hair to be brittle? What are the cons? Is your self-esteem low? I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. I, I remember thinking that I just looked so terrible. And I was like, well, I guess this is 43. Or I, go, I guess no, I was 41 then. Oh, I guess this is 40. I smoked too. And I was bloated. I felt like Elvis. I was just not, I was not well. All right. I want to dig really deep. And I think that's super important to getting sober is digging deep. So close your eyes and remember the last time that you wanted to quit drinking and why I can remember mine like it was yesterday, but remember why you wanted to quit drinking and when that was and what that feeling was and put that down on your piece of paper, like whatever emotions you can write down. Can you picture that ugly version of you that you couldn't stand in that, how you were acting and how you felt and how you were feeling after the fact? This is really important. You need to be able to feel the reason you loathe drinking. You need to feel it and then write it down on paper. Put your hand on your heart and remember that feeling. Were you embarrassed? Were you sick? Were you ashamed? Did you feel dirty? Did you feel toxic, unworthy? Yes to all. So if that's true for you, write that down. Like. Why do you want to quit drinking? If it's because of your health, you're not happy anymore, you're depressed, your weight gain, your husband wants you to stop, then let's go deeper with that. We're going to go a little bit deeper with those more shallow kind of reasons. So like if one of your reasons was hangovers suck, let's go a little deeper. Maybe that means that hangovers are harder than they used to be. I get it. I used to be the energizer bunny, go get wasted, wake up the next morning, go to the gym. Everything was fine. And times have just changed from that, haven't they? So to dive deep onto, I hate hangovers. What is it about the hangover? Does it make you feel overwhelmed and behind And like you're a loser and like you wasted your days or you smell weird and you can't think straight and you're struggling through the day and you snap at your kid. Feeling hungover makes you snap at your kids and family and it makes you feel like a bad mom. Being explosive hurts your kids or hurts your husband emotionally because they can't trust me and they never know how I'll be day to day. Hurting them emotionally is hurting me and tearing at my soul. Therefore, it's not really so much about the hangovers, is it? Like, bring it deeper. If if you hate the hangovers, why? It's a big, horrible list of reasons to hate a hangover. Or maybe being hungover makes you late to finish the projects. Or you're snapping at coworkers. Or you feel undeserving of your job. You fear that you're going to lose your job because you're stressed and it's eating at you. Or maybe being hungover makes you feel like your life is spiraling out of control. 
which makes you feel like a piece of crap, which makes you subconsciously hate yourself and which makes you drink more and feel even worse. And so a deep dive into one little shallow con is what we're doing here. So if yours was hating hangovers, I want, I want you to dive deep. It's not really just about the hangover. So we did your list of pros and cons. And I want you to really study it, feel it, put your hands on your heart a few times, feel the emotion around why you want to quit, feel the emotion around the cons, what alcohol has actually put you through. I want you to feel that. So what you just heard was one of the amazing exercises that we do during Breakup with Booze. And I wanted you to be able to hear it and have something tangible that you could use as well. I would love to hear what you think about this exercise with pros and cons and really feeling it in your loins about why you don't want to drink anymore, because that is a very important big step. It can't just be a thought. It's got to actually be a feeling. And listen, if you want more help, if you love doing exercises and you want to do tangible things to help you move the needle on getting sober, I have so many resources for you. This podcast is one I just opened the Sober Vibes Lounge, which I really hope you'll take a look at. We meet every single week live and we have challenges. We do meditations. We have craft nights. We do mocktail making. It is a blast and it's the perfect thing to get sober and to stay sober. That's the thing. I want to be able to help you get sober, but I also want you to enjoy it and live a happy, peaceful, content life. So go to lounge vibewithstephanie.com. And it is the perfect place for you to be in this moment. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. If you want to get in on the next breakup with booze, just go to breakup.vibewithstephanie.com and you can get on the wait list. We're doing another one in September and you don't want to miss it. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.